into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, oh yeah! Oh. Oh, yes! Yes, yes. You guys are loud. We are here at the TV doing another episode for Shark Tank. It is season 7, episode 11. Oh, yes. Oh, I got so much to say about this one. I'm Steph Z. You can tweet me at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. That was a little bit of an abrupt stop with the music, but that's okay. The pain is yesterday, not today. <laughs> Sitting to my left is the handsome, freshly cut. You got a haircut. Oh, that's what was different. Yeah, I, I did. What was different nice. about got the buzz I did, well, Yeah. Who's your brother? I huh? thought he looked different, Barbara? too. Uh, I don't remember his name. He was a nice guy, though. Nice Just down guy? the street. Gave you a good cut. Thank yeah. you. I'm Cameron Lewis at the only camshaft Twitter and Instagram. Sitting to my left... Hey, I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me at Zoe Said What? That's Z O E S A I D W H A T. I thought I'd just spice it up over here. Well, like What's up with you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm Guy David. You can find me on Twitter at Guy David86 and Instagram Guy David86. Me and all my 54 followers. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to work on that. We'll, we'll get you up. Um, all right, so oh, I am so ready to talk about this first thing. We have I really am curious about what you think about this one. Brad. I didn't understand it. You've got to explain it to me. Okay. We had Brad with Geek My Tree. He wanted $225,000 for 25% of his company. They were animated globals for a Christmas tree. I want, you know what, I want your guys' first opinions on this before I speak. Well, I, did, I didn't get it. Uh, maybe I didn't listen hard enough, but they looked like Christmas lights, but there was some app involved, and there was... Can someone explain the concept to me? Because it sort of bored They me. were glowy balls. They were balls that can do different things. It's like you can program your Christmas tree to play music, and the lights change as the music changes to the beat of the music. It changes different colors, patterns. Well, as, soon like as, I, as, as soon as I heard the price, I was off it. Yeah. I'm right. not spending yeah. $300 for Christmas lights that can sing at me. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, and really, yeah. they said that they had with that the tree that we saw was with the expansion pack. So really, it was about five, six hundred dollars. That's yeah. ridiculous. Oh. Christmas is one day a year. So um, I guess I, I guess the idea though is that this is lights that also kind of replace ornaments too because they look like ornaments but they light up, right? No, I think the tree was still decorated. It would be like if you decorate your house but inside. It wasn't like decorated though, was it? I don't think it was. I thought it was just the lights too because I thought the same thing you said. I thought, does this? decorate the tree as well. Right. And I might be wrong there. Yeah. I mean, I mean you, you always you have always the option put, yeah, to you add. Can always put yeah. ornaments on. So I felt like this was an interesting idea, but not for me because it would drive me nuts in my own house. I like the static lights. But I remember growing up having lights that had like a little box and you could press a button and they made different patterns. Yeah. So, and they were not $500. I didn't hate the idea. The I didn't hate the idea at all. Yeah. I hated the price. Yeah. The, Okay. It was cost prohibitive. Steph's so, in this business. This, so, yes. So I own a holiday lighting company. Yeah. Elegant Holiday Lights. We're already booked up for the season. No, too late. And my take on this is that so people that can afford this mm-hmm. don't want it. 
People that have the, enough money to afford spending $500 on lighting their Christmas tree are the most... This is a generalization, and maybe it's just because of Los Angeles, but in Los Angeles, people that would buy this, they're the type of people that have a company like myself come and light their Christmas tree, so they don't want to be bothered with it. Well, I know And that we pay... Go ahead, what? I was going to say that I know that you literally decorate celebrities' trees, and yeah. they, you don't charge them much more than what those lights well, are, right? Well, what we charge for a Christmas tree to light it, like besides the actual Christmas tree, we'll charge people twenty dollars a foot to light it. We'll charge them fifty dollars a foot to light and decorate, how much? and we'll charge them a hundred dollars a foot to light, decorate, but we bring the ornaments. How much is a standard tree? Seven to nine feet. Seven to nine. Wait, but you're, when you decorate, do you do <laughs> lights that have patterns like this guy does? No, the, no, no I've never zero. seen this in anyone's house. <laughs> I've never been asked to have anything like this. Uh-huh. I feel like it takes away from the traditional Christmas lights. I feel like if you're going to use something like this as ornaments... There are ornaments is such a t- tradition. People save them, pass them down, mm. this, that, and the other thing. I just feel like this is not going to be scalable at all. Mm. I don't think people, for the three weeks that they have a Christmas tree up, they don't want to program a phone. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. Like, I just don't think this is... I feel like Kevin, you know, him getting a deal with Kevin for $225,000 for 50% of the company will incorporate these lights somehow, some other way, mm-hmm. because maybe to his weddings, his events, something like that, because mm-hmm. Kevin, I feel like, has so many times in the past not wanted to be a part of a business because it was seasonal, mm-hmm. so he had to see something different, because it for this business, I definitely, you know, like a Christmas tree costs anywhere between... 60 and 100 bucks. So you're talking about with this, you're talking about if it's a real tree, six, seven hundred dollars just for the tree. The people that you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like not many people a want to spend that, b need to spend, you know, and, and I get you can use them year after year after year, but still, yeah. what if it breaks? Like it's a five hundred dollar thing you have to keep safe and packed yeah. for a year as well. I just feel like they, I saw this and I was just like, there's no way. What is a reasonable price for it? 20 bucks. 20. Not I, 20 bucks. But 20 bucks I think, is a strand? I think for, I mean, how long is a strand? Like well, six the, the foot is a standard, standard, right? No, the standard strand is between 17 and 25 feet, and it's got 100 lights on it. That's, sta- that's standard. And most and you people can need buy two. That. For what, 12 no, bucks? Right? you can buy that for two ninety nine at Target. A regular incandescent bulb, right. hundred strand for two ninety nine at Target on a seven foot tree. Because we we did a seven foot tree yesterday, you probably put about eight to nine strands of light, so it's eight nine hundred lights on the tree, which makes it look stunning. You know, like nice nor- and normal house hole probably put like five or six. We'll put more on so that it really glows. That cost in lights twenty bucks. 25 bucks. See, I think this is something that, uh, it, this, this I think is more called for on the outside of the house. On the outside Good of the point. house, mm. I could see this because if you take all the lights that are in that tree and you do a roof line and there's something, or you do something Same, like, like that, yeah. because the amount of strands that you could use on a Christmas tree as opposed to a roof line are very, you know, it could be about the same amount of lights, and then you got your whole house decorated. Yeah, and how many times, like realistically, how many times are you going to have this thing blinking while you're watching TV some or people have go, people in your house? Some people go nuts. nuts. 
Like there are there are a few houses in Pacific Palisades where you can drive up in front of the house, you can tune into a radio station, and their lights are synchronized to the radio station that's playing. Come on, making, right on the outside of the house, but like the I'm talking about the, the house, on the absolutely. inside though. Yeah. Wow. I don't see. See, I would get annoyed by it. On the outside, I think this would be rad. Yeah, because you hook them into one of those systems, especially that'd be crazy. See, I could see this more commercial. I could see this, yeah. how, like at the zoo, they have the festival of lights. They have the festival of lights in Griffith Park, in, sh- in at the Grove, like in shopping malls. Stuff yeah, like that. I could see this trying to be in that market, which then makes sense because it's very commercial. They'll pay the money. They'll use the product over and over and over again. But I didn't mind but the product because I thought it looked quite convenient and the tree looked quite nice without all the ornaments. And I'm a guy that I'm not into decorating everything and spending hours. I just like to put the lights on. It's just the price. But what was, the price is ridiculous. What was interesting about that, though, is I felt like when they came in, they were pitching it as something that replaces the tedious process of having to put lights on a tree, but you still have to strand these on a tree. You still mm. have to strand them on a tree and they'll still get tangled or this or that. It's not... Yeah. It would be very different, which I've seen actually a few houses this time as well, is they have a projector on the house. So the house doesn't really have lights on it. It's a projector what? outside that makes it look You've like it has it lights all. everywhere. Yeah, I've seen it all. Drive down Mandeville Canyon. If you guys are in Los Angeles in this area, at Mandeville Canyon, they do that road. There's a contest on the road. There is so many she does Christmas Brentwood, sites. Beverly project, Hills, like, Pacific Palace. So you do the Malibu. most expensive places in yeah. Los Angeles, in Southern California. And and honestly, I don't think one person that I have a client, and we've been doing this for seven plus years, would pay this for that. They could pay tree. like mm. nearly the same amount and get their their tree custom done. You know, yeah. it just. Killing me, so yeah. Come back to us, or go sit over there. I've just been been reading a conversation. I know. (laughs) Anyway, um, so that's uh, that's how enthused Zoe was about this geek. No, okay. I feel like an explanation. (laughs) No, it's an emergency. It's an emergency for a friend, so I'm good. Are you good? I'm good right now. I'll tell you the story later. See, how are the Christmas lights in Wisconsin? Um, you know what? I don't know. It's a lot colder there. I wouldn't have a, a business there, but I'm, I'm sure people participate because there, there, there was actually a Christmas Day parade there a week and a half ago. I saw, saw lots of trees, just not many people. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you've got room to yeah. start a business. Uh, I, I don't know that I would ever do it in a cold place. I feel like that's the. the You'd be too cold. Well, that's the beauty of Los Angeles. We get Christmas lights and shorts. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So, you know, pretty much Barbara was very out. Robert's like, there's no larger market. Mark's is no... Like, pretty much everyone was saying this scalable thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, interesting enough, Mr. Wonderful gave him a deal. What'd you guys think about the deal? I was surprised by it. I'm glad the guy took it because I felt like he needed it. And I felt like if he hadn't taken it, this one would have suffered for a little while without the guidance. Yeah. First, Mr. Wonderful's got a lot better with deals the last few episodes. Not I used to, think, he, I used to yeah. think he's was yeah, there's been none of it recently. Uh great move by the guy taking it. He had to take that deal. Yeah. If not fifty right. percent, he had to. All right. Well, is there anything else that you guys want to add to Geek of My Tree? Sorry, Brad. We didn't mean to, uh, you know, rip you apart. No, I mean, I like the product. Yeah, I mean, I liked it, too. I just feel like there's got to be a way. Like, I like the idea. The execution and everything else and maybe the target audience, I feel like, needs to be, or the demo needs to be adjusted. I wasn't dissing the product. He's on the right track. Yeah. He's just got work to be done, which Mr. Wonderful, I believe, can help him with. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, now let's move on to Beardhead. We had mm-hmm. David with Beardhead. He wanted $250,000 for 25% of the company. Uh, pretty much a beanie with a beard. 
Yep. Velcro. Yep. Well, uh, what do you guys think? We've seen this before. Yeah, we've seen this before. That was the thing I've thought about uh, we watching did see this it before, pitch. Right? Well, from I, him, I he said he one. was the original. Huh? He said he was the original. So if we saw it before, it was from him to start with. It wasn't him though. He yeah, said there. Are, he said there are competitors that I think are bigger than him. Is what he was yeah. alluding to the fact, but he's saying that he did he, it first. He did sure. it first. He right. They, they might have the had more money to get it out bigger or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This it was, stuff, it was this, kind of confusing. This stuff sells though. It does, this, but yeah. I agree with Lori that this will there will get a, to be a point where it hits the peak and then goes down from there. But can't you adjust with this sort of business? You can make like I don't know, you know, Halloween things, Spider Man things. Like you can I, go with the movies yeah, coming Spider-Man out. Tonight. I think when it <laughs> I think when it comes down to this though, like if you think about it in terms of so people say people buy a regular beanie once a year, maybe twice every couple years, right? Um, no they, way. That's I've, something I've that bought like four beanies in the past. Six weeks, and not just because I might be in a cold place. So that's the thing. I was gonna though. say because it's cold, so, hanging Christmas lights but, right now. No, okay, that's that, it's the season, and, and I like wearing beanies. That helps my point, stylish. though. That helps my point, though, beanies? because this yeah. good, you wouldn't buy really. I wouldn't think multiples of these. No, you know right. what I mean. Right. So I think that this is something you, you buy one and done. No, I you know? get that statement. I think they're fun. I don't have any, but totally up my alley. Like kind of quirky. I love it. Like oh. you would look great in one. I think, the yeah. beanie with the beard. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. If you send like me one, I'll wear it just for you. One. Okay. What was uh, the price on this? Uh, the price was it was he sold he sold twenty to twenty uh, twenty five to thirty dollars retail. I thought his pitch was quite good. He was making him. money. He had one bad year, which yeah. they all jumped on him for. Yeah. But it still did nine hundred grand or something. And he was mm-hmm. nine hundred thirty-six thousand. He had a bad year because he said that he had to invest like what was one hundred and twenty, one hundred and fifty in legal fees. Yeah, yeah, one hundred fifty. Which he didn't lose, but I mean, everyone loses. Well, they all lost. He said they walked away. Yeah, which is they all. So they all won. Yeah. Were you no, surprised? Glasses half money. full, glasses half empty. No, they all lost because they all paid 150 plus in legal fees to get no results. Oops. Yeah, but it could have been worse. They could have actually lost the case, in which case they would have really lost. So but, maybe. But then one would have won. You said they all lost. <laughs> the other team would have won. I get it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're saying it's we're a saying draw. Saying <laughs> you're saying <laughs> blue and yellow. Yeah. Anyway. We're same same situation. I'm just saying because when you have stuff like this, the reason why I bring it up is because we had. So when I had my clothing line, we had H and M had copied one of my photographs. What? And yeah, it was literally on one of their T-shirts. And I the way gone, that hell we, yeah, that's a compliment. Right, well, sorry, pay me. But the fact of the matter is, if we would have, you know, like if we would have brought it to court, we were such a small company at that point in time. We it would have been a loss for us because you know it's so hard to do all that kind of stuff, and it would have been a win for them. Because they wouldn't have had to give up the design, but it would have been a loss for us. But if we would have won, then we would have got the money. Were you the first to do it, or did they actually copy your it photograph? It was my photograph that I had a negative of, like old school negative. Oh, really? Was, yeah, like it was oh, so they blatantly got it bought, and copied it. bought my t-shirt and copied the photo. Wow. Oh, that would That's have infuriated me. Yeah. I would have been out for... And you I couldn't was, do anything? We, we, we were small. We to. couldn't have... Uh, like, it would have cost us so much in legal fees, and we didn't have so the just, money so to do it. So you just bit your tongue? Hit, yeah. my, hit a punching bag or something? I ha- Yeah. I have pictures of it still to this day. Jeez. I feel like we should boycott H&M. I did. 
Yeah, I'm done with them. I haven't done it. Uh, I think I'm wearing H and M underwear right now. You probably mm. are. I got to take it off. That's okay. Um, so wait, so what? Do you, but we like this. We like them. We like this. I mean, I don't. I didn't hate it. What, what no, do you I mean, take? I think it's. I think it's fun. Um, I think it's something that will do well for now. Long term, I don't know if it has legs, but why not do it now? Do it for now. Yeah. But then again, tipsy elves. Robert brought up tipsy elves as well. And that was something that seems to be one or two months out of the year. Companies exploding. Okay. It's See, going I, off the charts. Well, I can't and believe licensing. It. Like they said, like you can license these little beanie things forever. Yeah, I really thought that Robert was going to give him a deal and somehow I try and package it together and be like the beard head of the tipsy elf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm surprised the Santa no one especially. gave yeah. him a deal. I thought it was a pretty good pitch. I thought he had pretty good <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I thought he had pretty good sales. Yeah, I know. I agree. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. But, um, yeah. It sounds like something you'd see in, like, a Spencer's Gifts or, like, in Mammoth Mountain in, like, the Mammoth. Or, like, Urban Outfitters. You know, I would be down on if They should go after people who can't grow beards and you just wear it every day. I would wear it to work. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> You would wear it to work. But nice. stuff, stuff like Why not? this does, Screw it. does sell. These little things on shark tanks. Yeah. Easy stuff. Tipsy Ales is amazing. I agree with Cameron, though, on this point, that if you have one, like you're not going to own ten of these. No. You might own ten Tipsy Ales sweaters. But you can detach the beard, so still you're just buying different beanies. Like you said, you just bought, what, four of them? Yeah. But then, just like, now. But then it's like, I would just buy the beanie. What, you know? what is going on? I'm completely thrown off. <laughs> completely. Yeah, because you spend so much time watching the show that you're distracted. <laughs> Zoe is on it tonight. All right, so David did not get a deal from Beardhead. He did not get a he deal. He did not get a deal. No deal. Right. I would buy one, or he could send me one for free, and I would wear it. That works, too. All right, moving on. I have one of the competitors, and... Uh, I will never buy another one in my life. I feel like we <laughs> saw a competitor on Shark Tank. I do too. That's no why I think I got one. I was been thinking that the whole time, so I was asking you. But before. it was only the beard; it wasn't with the hat. Well, how do you it put was on like the beard without the hat? Yeah, it's like a strap. It. Right. It's like a strap around the back of your. No, right. it's sunglasses why would you wear with that? the thing. There was that. That was that was a different one, I think. Oh, there was the sunglasses that had what? the hanging mustache beard. What'd you say? Oh, I don't like that. Did they get a deal? Yes, yeah, um, I think so, and they're pretty big now. Yeah. No yeah. deal from Zoe. Yeah. Strap around the head, you know. <laughs> yeah, like that's the part. Why would you wear Zoe that? Zoe, come don't... back to us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, you know right. love me. So let's move on. Oh, dude, you've been acting strange all day. <laughs> all day you've seen me for the past 30 minutes. <laughs> love pop. Love oh, pop. Love. It's felt like We've got Wombie and John. What a great name, <laughs> Wombie. Zoe's texting Wombie. Hey, what's up, Wombie? We've got one. I so love that name. I like your love pop. I was kind of, that they were, you know, the Harvard Business School. I feel like that says a lot. I feel like all the sharks are, like, um, thrilled about that. They they get excited mm-hmm. about that. It, it shows character. Um, he wanted $300,000 for 10% of the company. But you know what I liked? I don't know if anyone else caught this. Hmm. Maybe you did. He's, we're pretty sharp. Okay, what, did, what, was, what was the difference in the beginning of the pitch, then? I don't even know what you're talking about. Right I know now. you don't, because you're texting the entire time. <laughs> okay. Um, Should I just clear this up? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never seen someone just have no regard for any of what was saying here. <laughs> <laughs> At all. I know. <laughs> so, it, did anyone else catch what, how he presented this pitch? He said he's from MIT, then went to Harvard, then... No. Where, how, in, where, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. He said... 
Instead of saying, I'm asking $300,000 for 10% of my company, this is the first time I've ever heard it. He said, I offer you 10% of my company for $300,000. He did say that. I remember that He now. said it backwards. Like, I'm offering you. I don't I'm need offering you. The opportunity. I'm offering you an opportunity rather than your, I need an opportunity from you, which stuck out. To, I've never heard it that way before. You and liked it? I loved it because it was confidence mm. in a different way of communication because people come in there so nervous and they need the sharks and of course everybody wants a deal except like the gold diggers you know but the way that they were it was it showed their smarts like they believed in what they're doing and they had this thing they want you to be part of it but if you're not going to be a part of it that's okay yeah you just missed out yeah it was a very i mean maybe people have said it like that before but to me it was a very unique way to say it that's they, they got out. their masters at Harvard. Yeah. Business. That is business incredible. That's, yeah. that's as good as it gets. They're pretty dumb, probably. You know, <laughs> well, they are. They're that social dumb in the way. Did I don't think so. I think they're no, they Wombly. Do you think? Wombly. Was it Wombly or Wombly? I believe it was Wombly. Wombly, okay. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to make a deal with a guy named Wombly. One of them went to MIT and then yeah. went to Harvard. But like, yeah. These guys are yeah. geniuses. Yeah. Yeah. But did you feel like they sort of glossed over the Harvard? I thought it was thrown in there like, yeah, and we went to Harvard and that's where we met. I Like, it wasn't I emphasized. I mean, they all picked up, the Sharks picked up on they it. They probably didn't want to showcase yeah. it, make it the whole. I just thought that was interesting. About it. Yeah. 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 yeah at Show first, both. I feel like they didn't say it. Then they said we went to business school together. Right. And that's what I mean. They sort of. They should have told them via a pop-up card. This is where we went to school. <laughs> Harvard! Because Harvard, 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 Harvard cool. sells itself whenever you yeah, just say Yeah, Harvard sells itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and I, w- I want to know the statistics. I wish we knew of how many people that... Because when Harvard comes up, there's usually a deal. Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting to look yeah. back. Yeah. I'd like to know that too. Yeah, because, I mean, in the same sense, a lot of these times the Sharks... They think that this, I wonder, I've heard this before, and correct me if I'm wrong, or if you guys have any input on this, that the product or whatever might not have been the best, but they invest in the people because mm-hmm. they know that there's another yeah. or a secondary product do. that yeah. could yeah. pop out of it or whatever. Did, did we like the product? I uh, love this thing. I kind of liked it too. I, you know, what did you think, Zoe? Did you like it? I liked it, but I feel like it's something that I've seen before. I still don't understand what is so wonderfully special about it. Like you see them at fancy card stores, you see them at craft fairs because everyone has these like Cricut craft machines that you can do these intricate cuts and make pop up cards. So I thought they were amazing cards. Definitely, don't get me wrong, but I didn't feel like it was anything that I'd never seen before. I I think that uh, to that point, they were similar to things I've seen before, absolutely. But what stood out to me, I don't know if you guys uh, saw this as well, but the cards folded absolutely flat, which I feel like pop-up cards typically have that little bit of... It's very like astute. you know thing yeah. that sticks out on the hinge there, and so anytime I've been given a pop up card in the past, it's not really a surprise because I feel the envelope stick because nobody gives me that wad of cash. Let's be honest. <laughs> so when I pull it out and pop it out, it's you know the thing stands up, and th- these were done in a way where the pop up figures were seemed to be really intricate. Yeah, they were beautiful. Yeah. yeah, they were completely beautiful when you opened them. I agree with both points because uh, yes, you know it, it makes me think of those cards too that play music. 
You know, like yeah. a nice surprise. They're thick, and a lot of the pop-up cards are thicker. But like not them. the not this type. When I'm seeing them before at craft stores, oh, you because, have. yeah, because because it is just from like one piece of paper. That's why it's so thin. You've seen these where oh. you said at craft fair? Yeah, like a craft fair in Pasadena. There's a yearly. I went one year, and they had a yearly thing, and they had these amazingly intricate card Cards. paper cutout things, just like this. And I was tempted to buy, and then I thought I'm not going to spend like, like ten dollars on one card. Probably the biggest them. difference in then is that these guys just said, "All right, let's do this." You know full scale. Uh, it's yeah. probably very much the same thing. I was impressed. I was impressed because like you said, the card was flat. Yeah. Like you couldn't tell. You get a surprise opening it. Yeah, I like That'd be you great. Get an appreciation of it. Oh, what is it? Oh! Yeah. yeah. It's a car! I'm a little disappointed I didn't get the actual car. But yeah. It's cool, so, I guess. A paper car. We had a uh, Robert... You know, at first it was funny. He was like saying he's a little questionable on the execution, but he's going to make an offer. So he offers three hundred thousand for twenty percent. Yeah, and then Mister Wonderful, which I thought this was a very fun banter. Mister Wonderful is like Robert. How about I go in on that deal with you? And Robert's like, Yeah, how about no? I liked how Robert (laughs) rejected him too. Yeah. See, but I thought this would have been something that. They both... Sometimes I feel like it makes sense for the Sharks to pair, and sometimes you know why they don't. And I feel like this would have, for some reason, been good. Because, yes, Mr. Wonderful, all his weddings and stuff like that, but Robert brings a different type of fun in. I don't know. I just felt like Robert would be good for this, too. I thought they'd both be good. I wanted them to pair, too. I yeah, just like I did. The, sometimes I just you like don't. I the fact Robert's like, no. Nah, just, you know, the yeah. ego part of it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to shut you down. And then Robert went down to 15%, and Mr. Wonderful went down to 15% as well, and it pretty much came down to them just picking one. Yeah. And why do you guys think they picked Mr. Wonderful? Weddings. Weddings. Yeah, it it was, sense, you think it was purely, all because yeah. of his other yeah. he, was, he was pretty adamant about how he's got a lot of clients for this. Yeah. And he doesn't sell himself much, Mr. Wonderful, in pitches. No, he hasn't he, been making a lot of deals this season. No, not at I'm all. Like, I feel like he's made a lot of offers. I was actually just thinking that Mark is the one who hasn't made many deals at all. I guess Mark's been probably pretty dry, too. But when Mr. Wonderful makes an offer, he doesn't really... The others sell themselves. This is why I'll be good. Mr. Wonderful just sort of sits back and is like... Let's see if you deserve me. Yeah, he's like that. This one, he sort of wanted it a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I think also I wonder if that comes from... He's the wealthiest out of all of them, isn't he? He's the only billionaire. No, Mark is. Mr. Wonderful. Is it more? way more wealthy than all Is it just then that he sold his company for the most, so he made the most... Mr. Wonderful's sitting. worth about thought, 400 million and Mark Cuban's worth 2.4 billion. I think you're I wrote wrong that because. Up today. No, no, that's common. I, I looked because, it up. I but I thought he said something in one of the shows that he's the only one who has sold a company for billions with a B. Like no, he made a point of saying Mark sold his broadcaster.com company to Yahoo for $5.9 billion. Okay. And yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. And when we interviewed that. Mark, he was talking about, you know, we talked about with him, you know, is it. Interesting because it's almost like a poker game, and you've got twice as many chips as a three times whatever as yeah. many chips as everyone else. So you can. And he's like, yeah, I can bet these guys M- under the table. Mark is yeah. worth more than all of them put together yeah. twice oh, or okay. more. That's crazy. Yeah. And I stand corrected. Thank you. Yeah. That's Thank crazy. you, Shark Take After Show team, for clearing that up. <laughs> That's all, guy man. Guys yeah, got the numbers over there. Um, do you ever look up people's networks? I wonder I which one of them. The yeah. yeah. I'm crazy. It depresses about it. It's me. Weird. Have you ever looked up your own? Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I get a letter in the mail every week. <laughs> tells me exactly $12. what I'm worth. I'm negative. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I wonder which though. None of them have student loans. Oh, man. <laughs> none of the sharks. You get a letter in the mail that tells <laughs> how much you're worth. Damn it. That's I funny. get those too. Then um, I don't, then I don't they respond and they send me them again. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
They're tracking me down. Hell, I get one here sometimes. That's funny. <laughs> um, so they do go with Mr. Wonderful <clears throat> for a deal for 300000 for 15%. They're both in Boston. I feel like it worked out. I feel like they got yeah. they got the best deal. That was a good deal. I, unless so. it would have been Robert in them, I feel like they got the best deal. I would have got Mr. Wonderful. Would you guys have? Yeah. Of the two, definitely, because of the wedding uh, connections. Mm. I might have went both. If I could have. Oh, yeah, oh, I would have definitely gone oh, both. Out of the too. two, yeah. 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 You guys. But if I could have. I don't know. I feel like if I shot. if. I mean, they didn't have a choice. It's not like they said no. Robert said no. But if you have a chance to get two sharks, it's just two, you know, two heads is better than one. Three heads is better than two. Oh, well, I would always go Yeah, the number of them. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, All five. Okay. Oh. Anything else about um, that before we move on? having five supermodels in your bed. I think, <laughs> I think that's it. On the Peeper Way. Huh? Piper Y? Piper Y? Oh, Piper Y. Sorry. So we had um a safer alternative to chemical deodorants. Right. We had Jess and Sarah, they wanted fifty thousand dollars for ten percent of their company. Uh Piper Y, maybe. Piper Y. And uh, pretty much this is now we've seen this product. I I mean I don't know if you guys have, but this is a safe deodorant that's supposed to keep you from staying it's like antiperspirant apparently is, is bad for you um, I mean that's yeah. like everything's bad for you right. but with this that's so this is supposed to be better for you and not make you smell because like, apparently a lot of those ones that are quote unquote better for you don't do exactly what the antiperspirant and deodorants that we buy at CVS do I mean you can buy some of these at CVS too but it doesn't do with the secret or the degree or something do. that's the argument I, get, I don't I'm not you know, an expert in this, but um, you know what the interesting thing for me was about this was that we—I don't know if you guys knew this—but that sweat is odorless, and what makes you smell is the bacteria on your skin that makes you smell. Did you guys hear that part? I yeah. did. That's yeah. Well, that's I learned that in the pitch, but I didn't know that before. I didn't know, that, I didn't know that before either. So <coughs> yeah. I thought that that was very the bacteria on your skin. Oh, yeah, it's a little bit gnarly. But um, I like that you put your arm out. Is that to like air it out right, right now? I'm letting it. Like... She's giving you a whiff. Ninety nine cent store stuff workout. <laughs> there you go. Um, so what did you guys think about this product? What did you think about these girls? What did you think? Last girls didn't. I care you know product much. Yeah, I think uh, it was hard for me to see how it sticks out. I loved the girls. I uh, the ladies. I I don't like. Here, the biggest issue I had was there's no stick applicator. I know they said they're working on it, but I think it's hard for me to picture a world where. In the morning, I put my hand in something that's like sour yeah. cream <laughs> and, like, you know, put a paste on there. That feels weird to me. I just like to spray yeah. on, to be honest. <clears throat> Most convenient. Are you a spray on guy? Yeah. Oh. Most Americans are a. The stick, yeah. yeah. But Australians are spray ons. Really? I learned that just when I went home. Everyone was spraying what, on. What are you spraying? <laughs> Um, just the axe stuff or the whatever it is. Oh yeah, okay. The white one I've got at the moment. You know what one that is? Yeah, yeah, I know. It smells all right. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. For a second, a I thought you said, "How do you spray it on?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" Just press the button. <laughs> is it going to give me cancer or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the aerosol I mean, everything is supposed to yeah. give you cancer. Yeah. I just I didn't think this was unique in any way. I think everyone can rip it off. I, didn't, I don't know. I think eleven ninety nine um, probably suits what the product is made of perfectly, but. It would be hard for me to justify. I think some of those, I don't know. I, maybe I'm totally wrong, but I feel like the ones that are the natural ones 
are more expensive than the regular yeah. one. I'm, I'm yeah, like, no, yes, totally. you're paying a premium 100%. to be trendy. And I absolutely well, get that. Or healthy is what they're trying to say. Well, but that's yeah, what they I say. <clears throat> yeah. I definitely get that, I think. But at the end of the day, I don't think uh, regular deodorant has done enough damage to me yet in <laughs> order to make a change. I hope not. <laughs> Maybe scholars. What's that? Clear or dry? Uh, clear or dry. What is that? Yeah, like oh, the two types of deodorant, like the, like the gel or the, the powder. Kind of oh, the white kind. Yeah. What's the white kind? It's, it's just white. It's like powder. a white. It's, it's you know. like powdery, but it's solid. Powder. The other stuff is like a gel yeah. on a stick. Oh. Yeah. Just get the spray on. Just, <laughs> just get the spray on. You, be honest. You use Febreze, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> You're just going. There's nothing Lysol. <laughs> Screw it. Pine cone. Sure. Or the little tree that you hang in your car. Yeah, a little air freshener yeah. from the car. Is that what's around you? No. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a new car set. I thought, yeah. I thought it was a fine product. Like, I if used you're into your that. stuff one day, and it got me all sorts of compliments. <laughs> Whatever you gave me one day. <laughs> yeah, what did I give you? What was it? You gave me some sort of cream or something. You did. Oh, remember? lotion. I gave you the hand lotion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> about five people told me how good I smell. My fiance thought I was having an affair when I got home. <laughs> No, I, I gave you Victoria's Secret lotion. <laughs> <laughs> good uh, stuff. I need some of that. Anyway, sorry. Oh so I, I think it's fine if you're into like natural whatever. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't pay this much for it. Um, Barbara offered fifty thousand for thirty three percent. Lori offered fifty thousand for thirty five. Yeah. They had, um, and you always like to see this. They had the you know quote unquote balls to negotiate and go back for 50 for 25 percent and they asked Lori first if she mm-hmm. would go down and then they asked barbara and if i was barbara i would maybe be a little bit like oh i'm just sloppy seconds you know like yeah. Lori didn't want me and then what i thought was very interesting is that barbara said mm-hmm. hell no which changed into talk yes about that. Yeah. yeah that was the biggest do you think is it was because they come from real estate she said absolutely not they yeah. were her words then the next minute she was oh, yes good. Yeah. I think it was the real estate thing, and uh, she said from the beginning of the pitch that she believed in them and the way they were selling the product because they didn't waver whenever they were asked all these questions. So I think it was one of the ones you were talking about earlier, which is uh, investing in the people and not the product. Right. Or she made that comment also, I just wanted to beat Lori. It could be that she was sitting there thinking, wait a minute, I'm up against Lori. Here's my chance. Let me go for it. She, yeah. she had no right to brag there, by the way, when she won like she did because I think they wanted Lori. They just went with her because she went lower with her equity. I mean, see her at the yeah. end, like, sorry, Laurie, got her hands in the air. and yeah. yeah. I thought that was... Well, you know, Barbara's a little bit of a scutch. Do you guys use that word? A scutch? No, scutch. it's no. like a scutch. Please explain. It's like... Is that a kind of deodorant? No, really, <laughs> you don't use that word? It's like a Yeah, it's like a oh. pain. It's like a scutch. It's like a scutch. I like that word. Yeah, it's a it's an East Coast word, I it's guess. It's a very mother term. Yeah, my mom would say that to me all the time. Just yeah. speaking ah, okay. to her, she's got chronic ADHD or something. She's all yes. over the place. Yeah. Really? Oh, doesn't scatterbrain. Doesn't shut up. Yeah. Barbara? Great yeah. to interview, but just nuts. Yeah. but And in- doesn't like Laurie. But and that's that, where it comes out, I think. I mean, we talked about this, I think, a few weeks ago. Like, do you feel like the sharks have a little tension between them? And mm-hmm. I think the I can't. I'm glad I beat. Laurie she got replaced for Laurie. She got asked, and then she got replaced for Laurie. And I remember we talked about that she felt that jealousy. But I just thought it was very interesting. Which that she would come right out and say, I wanted to beat her. And then I think she tried to cover it up and say, I go with my gut. And, you know, I went with my gut. But it was like, eh, yeah. I, I think boring. it's interesting because you think about it. 
you think about these sharks who are all successful or whatever people define that word as, but yet you've got amongst the two of them still this insecurity or jealousy or envy or something. So it shows you that no matter how much money you have, there's yes. still that thing that we all have, you know? Which I almost is very feel like it gets worse with the people that have more money for yeah. some reason. They get more like... I agree. You know? Yeah. Um, all right, so they do get a deal with Barbara. Is there anything else that you guys want to talk about? About this product? Lori was the only one that sniffed the pit. I love that she did that. <laughs> I love that she did that, too. I was I was a big fan of that. Mm. Yeah. Because how could you even think about investing in a product like that without sniffing? And the fact that yeah. she said, you know, hey, I'll do it. That's, that's what this is. It's business. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with you. I liked that a lot. Um, anything else about the pitches before we go to our weekly update? I think that's it for me. We covered it. All righty. So this week, uh, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but our weekly update was Damon's Entrepreneur Workshop. Was that his house in the Hollywood Hills? No, I I'm think sure he lives in sad. New York. I know, but I was just thinking he might have a house in yeah, Hollywood Yeah, one of Hills. his houses. Yeah, I'm not sure I did. I'm not sure. It was an Airbnb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, um, it was the other one. <clears throat> but I got but <laughs> angry immediately. Called. I was thinking that's his like third home that he never yeah. used, just in the Hollywood Hills right there. Just yeah. for when he's taping the yeah. show or something. Um, so he <clears> had <throat> four of his companies come. I was counting on Cam to have the four. <laughs> <laughs> It totally was. I already done it with myself, you, Benz, I, and then be better. And I'm like, I missed it, and I was going to rewind, and I'm like, can't why I have it in his notes. Can I yeah, tell you so why I, I didn't write it, it down? Because you thought I would have it. No, on principle alone, I'll just say, I don't like the updates where they, <clears throat> excuse me, it's kind of like an ego stroke to the shark. Um, okay. I, the entrepreneurial we'll workshop. No, 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 we could talk about it, but he I said the four like, companies, which was the socks. I forget the socks all the time. Um and three other companies. Um, I, but I'm not a fan of when they do the Damon's Entrepreneur Workshop. I like when we see one company and see how I they're progressing. I don't like that either. I don't that. like them going to talk to Obama. Like I don't. Oh, no, I don't like yeah. all this other stuff. It's, it's yeah. extraneous. So yeah. you know, Robert ate at a Wendy's one time. I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, it said that cumulatively those four companies have done 11 million since yeah. Shark Tank, which still doesn't tell you. Which were good, which were bad. Right, because right, um, one of them exactly. might have done ten and a half. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. And, um, you know, I like that. You know, and we've seen something like this, which I thought was more interesting when we saw Barbara's Retreat. Because Barbara's Retreat, you know, when she does the Fire Island Retreat, yeah. like, it was more about the people and them, their experience in this. This was more about, uh, it felt more in the spirit of these companies are doing good. We got this celebrity chef. There was no, you didn't see too much about the company, but you didn't see too much bonding. It was like a little bit of each, so I was yeah. left confused. Yeah, it seemed it like it was a, a class. Like yeah. a college course or something. And, and Damon then, does do all these workshops and classes. I've actually been to the Damon John where they have Academy. like seminar Academy. That's what it's called Damon John Academy. I've yeah. actually been down there. I went to one of the seminars to see what it was about. So he does a lot of stuff like that. So I'm sure this is somewhat of a promotion of for him course. in that. And that's what drives me nuts with these updates recently. All they are are product placements again and again and again. And yeah. so I like I used to work at a product placement agency. Like this was my job to put TV show or products into TV shows. That's mm -hmm. all I did. And I just feel like and Mark Burnett's great about 
seamlessly weaving them in, like The Apprentice. So many people, when you ask questions and they do things, you know, said that wasn't product placement. But this, I feel like now we're turning into just every update. Let me tell you about the Tipsy Elves and their deal with Disney. Let me tell you about, right, let's product place the Damon whatever. You know, it's yeah. just, like, right, I've had enough. It's about... so much in your face now that I feel like it's not the same seamless integration that I it kinda, once was. I, I kind of want them to do an update where, you know, their brother's main lobster, the guy, you know, had too much to drink at the after party and crashed the truck or something and they had to shut the business. Well, I want to hear this stuff. Hear stuff. Yeah, I want to yeah. hear, I mean, not that one because I hope everybody's safe, but like, I, <laughs> I want to hear the ones where people fall on their face a little bit and then they pick themselves back well, up they or they did, they did one the cake bubble, one the, and the what, cake and the bubble the boneless shrimp that was in the uh, was oh, that beyond the tank though maybe it was no but the, the cake tank. one was this remember. year that was the cake the one tank. yeah yeah that was the bubble one was beyond beyond yeah. the tank well, well, I guess that's more of something that that's more of something you'd see on like a Gordon Ramsay show or something and I feel like when we did see beyond the tank um, I don't know. Have you ever seen Beyond the Tank, Zoe? Not yet. I'm um, looking forward to doing it in the new year, possibly, yeah, I guess. It was, um, I feel like we were all sat in the same place where we wanted them to have, like, one for the whole hour, and you go through oh, the roller yeah. coaster ride of the one. Instead, it was, like, very short snippets of a few companies, which was kind of, like, what we're saying. It would be interesting to actually learn. It's almost like, you know, a small docuseries about each one would be yeah. way more interesting Beyond the Time was a letdown to me. Total letdown. Yeah, yeah, I think either going that way or, or if you're going to choose three businesses, you follow those three the entire season. Right. You yeah. know, and have that kind of intercutting yeah. of whatever. But, yeah. No, I agree with you. It's a bit underwhelming. All right. Well, is there anything else that we want to talk about before we wrap up this <coughs> week's update? I mean, this week's episode of Shark Tank. I think that'd be about it. All you right. Where, Guy, where can the people find you? Guy David 86. Sorry. Zoe said what? Z-O-E-S-A-I-G-W-H-A-U-T. I blanked again. That's the only camshaft Twitter and Instagram. Steph Z. You guys can find me on all social media platforms, I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. And also, check out my Rare Read Star Wars edition shirt for Star Wars Week. Go get yours, rarebeadlifestyle.com. You designed that. I did. Bye-bye, everybody. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.